What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Chicken Scratch Gospel. Mm-hmm. I am your host, Matt, along with me, my co-host, Daniel, coming to you from Midtown Studios, downtown Bakersfield. What's up, Daniel? What up, bro? Hey, man, I, I need to get some stickers, man. I, I look at your laptop every every time we do this, and I'm like, <laughs> this dude got a lot of cool stickers. I have so many stickers on my yeah, laptop, man. bro. I need one more. Uh-huh. One more. Maybe a couple more. I don't know. I have some in <laughs> here too that nobody ever like sees. I have like Creed from the office and uh-huh. then like a like a trippy Chewbacca sticker. But yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. You need to get yeah. you some stickers, bro. I'm, I'm gonna do that. At least get a chicken it. scratch gospel sticker. I represent right? somewhere, man. Let's go. <laughs> get something on Let's there. Go. <laughs> well, listen, we're we're talking about this this uh something today that I that I, I find um interesting and maybe even uh, i don't want to say standoffish but i like i like stuff that is a little bit like that you know for those of you out there that that know the enneagrams i am an enneagram eight and so i do i do uh look at challenges uh, as such or i'll sometimes even create challenges um but anyway uh today's episode is called take it or leave it take it or leave it. take it or leave it uh coming to you straight from matthew mm. 7 verses 7 through 11 this is jesus talking and jesus says ask and it will be given to you Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Really think about that. You're listening, you're watching. Everyone who asks, receives. Everyone. The one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be open. And then Jesus goes on, which of you, if your sons asked for bread, would give him a stone? Or if he asked for a fish, would give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven mm. give good gifts to those who ask him? Yeah. I have said it before. I'll say it again. We are wanderers by nature. We are takers from birth. Uh, but the God that we serve is not a taker. Mm-hmm. But we sometimes label him like that, don't we? Yeah, like we sometimes label him as the taker, but God isn't a taker. He's a giver. He meets who meets our needs. He stores up his provisions for us in heaven. It's pretty clear here that all we need to do is ask. Posture matters here. Why are we asking? Mm-hmm. Or maybe why don't we ask? Yeah, yeah. Like that's the que- that's that's the question that comes to mind. You know, when I look at this, and I came to this conclusion that sounds a little standoffish, but I think that it's very true in a lot of ways. And here's the conclusion. We have not because we ask not, is what the Bible says. I put to you today that we ask not because we want not. Mm -hmm. So we have not because we ask not. We ask not because we want not. And we want not because we care not. Mm -hmm. Is that really really what it is? Mm -hmm. Is Is it that we don't care enough to want to ask? To receive the things that God has for us, mm-hmm. talk to me, brother. What do you think? You know, I, I, man. First of all, I, I look at this verse and I, I think of family, because yeah. Um, it says for everyone who asks, and we talk about everyone. Um, but then Jesus goes on to say, um, if your son, you know, asks for bread, and then the end there, he says, how much more will your father give good gifts to those who ask him? He's talking about good, giving good gifts to his children. Yep. And so <clears throat> my mind automatically goes to, this is a, this is a family affair right here. This is family right here. Mm-hmm. 
um, we are children of God. You know, um, we are children of God, and the Father's giving good gifts to his children. And so we're both fathers here, so yep. we know, hey, when our kids ask for something, of course, we don't give them everything that they want, but hey, we want to give them everything that they need. We want to provide yes. for everything they need. Um, and we do want to, we want to, we want to love them, you know, by, by the gifts that we offer them. We Absolutely. want to make sure that they're taken care of. And the father is that much more. And so, yeah, I, I feel like we, we don't ask because yeah, we, we either don't care or do we know, or, or do we know how much of, of, how much of a part of the family we are? Do we believe that we're part of God's family? Do we really, really believe that? Yeah. You know, to trust him, to say, Lord, this is what I want. Okay, ask. All you have to do is ask. If you don't ask, you don't receive, you know? Yeah. We really believe that we are his sons and daughters to ask and trust, you know? Yeah, I love that you bring that up too because I, I there's a, there's that old uh, adage of, um, and now it's like, you know, now it's put on, you know, it's mm. put on memes and things like that and shared around by, by you know, pastors everywhere, but uh, of the perspective of, what kind of father you think God is. Mm -hmm. And that's that when you get in trouble, you view God one of two ways. You're like, oh my God, I hope my dad doesn't find out. Yeah. Or, oh my God, I'm in trouble. I better call my dad. Yeah. It's one of those two, it's one of those two perspectives that you have of God. Hopefully it's the latter and not the former. Right. Because, uh, you know, God is, again, not some, you know, not some angry ogre in the sky mm -hmm. looking to, you know, hurl plagues at you. Uh, when you mess up, that's not, that's, I don't care how much Exodus you read that he's not up there just waiting to just birth frogs in your living room <laughs> yeah. because you messed up or whatever. It, it, that's not what he's about. He's about providing for you that which you need. And I also love that you said, again, being fathers, you're absolutely right. I don't give my children everything that they want. Mm -hmm. I absolutely do my best to ensure that they have everything that they need and sometimes my kids want to have an attitude with me <laughs> when they don't get everything that they want but what I think they fail to understand is if I were to give them everything that they wanted they would probably turn into little jerks first of all <laughs> but but also there's this there's this character that I think we as parents are trying to develop and build within our children that's why they have chores or that's why they do, you know, that's why we allow yeah. them to figure certain things out. And how much better of a parent is God than us? Yeah. Uh, so I love that you take it to, you know, you look at it as, as a, uh, you know, mm -hmm. you, you look at it in the Mary J. Blige family affair way. Yeah. You know, whereas, whereas I, I looked that at that, like asking will be given to you, seeking you shall find, but, but why aren't we asking or right. why aren't we, you know, and, and yeah, maybe it's because you don't, view God that way. Maybe yeah. you don't think you're a part of the family. Why wouldn't anybody, why wouldn't anybody feel like they were a part? If you're, if you're serving God, if you receive Jesus in your, why wouldn't, why wouldn't we operate like that? Or right. why wouldn't we feel that way? Yeah. But why? Yeah. But I love that because why don't we? And I, and th this actually just happened to us, um, last week or so where, where, um, <laughs> we didn't, we kind of asked for, we kind of limited ourselves and what we asked for. Yeah. And God's like, why are you doing that? Because I'm I'm the more than enough God. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. I think, yeah. and what the way that I well, we'll just let's just we'll yeah. share we'll share yeah. the story, right? So we we are uh, 
for those of you that don't know, uh, Daniel and I, we're, we're, we're starting a church. We're going to be starting a church here, uh, launching in the fall of 2021. It's called The Vine. Um, you could, you could follow it on Instagram if you want to at in the vine. Um, but there's, there's, there's a process to starting a church. There's a, you know, it takes time. It takes, it takes lots of effort. Um, and you have to build a team and also it, it also takes money. All these, all these kinds of things, Never mind like the business aspect yeah. of it and setting up articles of incorporation, 501c3, blah, blah, blah. As we're kind of figuring all this stuff out, we don't have any money, so we're taking that free free till we can afford that new new. <laughs> um, and we were talking about, man, you know what? If we could just get a snake, like if we could get a snake, that would really change the dynamic. And we're like, wait, we're wait, begging. What's the snake for our listeners? Because oh, yes. this is not like some crazy church that has so, a real snake. Right. This is not like <laughs> if your child asks for a fish and they give you yeah. a snake. It's not the same kind of snake. It's, a, it's an electronic device for those that are in sound <laughs> worship or production. Uh, so it's like a, it's a thing that you plug into. Yeah. It's essentially, it extends your soundboard. It puts your soundboard on the stage to where your soundboard can be in the back. And you can, you know, run it 100 feet, 150 feet, 200 feet, whatever, however long that is. Um, and yeah, it's not something that you bash on the head or that you step on <laughs> with your heel. Um, you bruise the head of the serpent, not that mm. same kind of thing. Anyway, we were thinking if we could get these certain things for production, there we go, <laughs> that man, it would really change the dynamic of, of our worship gatherings right now. And no sooner than we said that, that that weekend, we got a phone call from, uh, from a pastor, uh, who her husband had passed away a few months back. And she was looking to sell, like, I don't know, man, six grand worth of equipment, like just a ton of equipment. And nobody was, you know, she, she didn't know anybody who to sell it to. And so she finally said, I, I want to I bless somebody with this. I want to donate this to somebody. And so Daniel gets the call uh, from a, a mutual friend of ours, like, hey, could you guys use XYZ? And we're like, well, yeah, we want to go see it. And... It's not just one snake. <laughs> it's two snakes. It's not just a soundboard, which we desperately needed. It's two soundboards. It's wireless microphones. It's, it's just thousands and thousands of dollars worth of equipment. And to the point to where we had to call a, a, somebody with a truck to come over to yeah. help us to load it up in their truck, to take it somewhere, to get it to where we could kind of assess what we were just blessed with. The woman uh, even... Uh, blessed me with her her um, her husband's uh, library, years and years of books that he's read and that he's ministered through, and she's like, I want you know, I want you to take it, I want you to have it, and we said yes to every. We were like, sure, and she just gave, just freely yeah. gave it away. It was so beautiful of yeah. a moment, and then they Amazing. prayed with us, prayed over the church, and it was such a cool moment. But I'll be honest with you, Daniel, that this last week, mm-hmm. as I was praying. I really felt God kind of check me in that. Yeah. Yeah. And God was almost checking me and pointing me to, to this space because I really wanted to keep a posture of God, whatever you want to do, just do it. I don't want to ask for more than what you want to do. I'm not trying to ask for anything really. I just, I just want to do whatever you want to do. And I felt checked by the spirit and I felt God say, you need to believe me for more. Mm Mm-hmm. You need to start asking for more. You need to start believing for more. Yeah. Because I was believing for just enough, or maybe I was just asking for just enough. And God was like, I'm the God that'll get you too. 
I'm the guy. I'm the guy that when you ask for something that costs two hundred dollars, I'll get I'll get you six thousand dollars worth of equipment. Like I'm that kind of God, and you you need to start. You need to shift your perspective, yeah. son. Yeah. And and yeah. maybe I had gotten to a place where I just saw myself as maybe a worker for God, mm-hmm. and not a child yeah. of God. Yeah. I I'm the same way. I had to check myself. I actually before we we went out and got that <clears throat> equipment, and even before the text, I was actually thinking to myself. Um, I'm going to put some money aside and I'm going to just go ahead and buy a snake. Like I'm going to, I'm just going to buy one for the church and cause we need it so bad right, right. now. And so I had been thinking and even like soundboard and, and stuff like that. And when this happened, I almost felt like God say, why didn't you just ask? You know, like <laughs> right. you, you're just like, you're thinking of ways for you to buy it or like, why didn't you just ask? You know, like I, I've had somebody, you know, in my, and so I love that we're talking about this because God knows how to take care of his children. Yeah. You know, he knows the needs, he knows the timing and, and yeah, like, like we would, we, we can't have it all in when we want it, but God knows the right time. And that's even with my kids. Like, I'm like, okay, that's not good for you right now, but I want, I want to get that for you. I want you to, and so let's plan on like, like for example, phone, right? right. Everybody has different, different, um, you know, rules when, rules like about when, when you, yeah. when you get your kids a phone. And, and so like right now my youngest, I'm like, no, it's not like you can barely take care of, you know, certain things right. <laughs> you can be like, you're not responsible for having a phone, but I want you to have one. Cause you, you need one. Like you need to, you know? And so I'm like, okay, when he turns this age, he's going to get a nice phone. He's going to, but it's not until he, cause he's going to need, and it's like, God's just like, okay, when you guys are here, then, then I'll provide for that. And it's, yeah, but we just got to ask and we got to, you know, believe. And so it's so good, man. And then, and then it brings me to James chapter one, verse 17, you know, where the writer says every good and perfect gift is from above, uh, coming down from the father of, of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. He's always going to be there. He's always going to be ready. Every good gift comes from the giver in heaven, mm-hmm. which is God. Why are the happiest people on the planet givers and not takers? Mm-hmm. I know a lot of takers. Yeah. I do. I know a lot of takers, and not one of them is happy. Mm-hmm. Not one of them is pleased. Not one of them is, you know, um, comfortable or um, willing to say, I'm good with what I have. Yeah. I also know a lot of givers and they just, they're just different. Mm-hmm. Why, why are the happiest people on the planet givers? Mm-hmm. It's that's, that's what that's, I'm serious. Like if you're out there thinking, I, I want to know, I want to know, why don't you, why don't you, I'll tell you what, when you, when you see, when you see this, this episode go up, shoot us a message, shoot us a message on social media. Why, why do you think the happiest people on the planet are givers? Cause I want to know what everybody's thinking. Yeah. You know, I'm convinced the reason is because it's when we most exemplify Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's when, that's when you look like Jesus the most. That's when you reflect God the most yeah, is when you're a giver, when we give, right? Jesus, by example, he was a giver who also loved the ultimate giver who was God, the father more than any gift he received. But the, that's, that's why I think, but what do you think? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, you know what, man, I, I think when you give, um, you take the focus off yourself. And I think self-centered people and selfish people, and if it's all about me, you know, and my life, 
and what I want and what I'm doing. And then there's this focus on self. Um, you're never really satisfied with yourself anyways. You're almost kind of like you yeah. put your hope in yourself That's and you good. let yourself down each time. But I think when you take the focus off of yourself and you realize that there's other people that need, that are in need, that need compassion, that need love, that need the giftings in, then something supernatural happens in that moment when you begin to take the focus off yourself. There's like a power in that, you know, that's, yeah. that brings, um, you know, wholeness to to your heart and to your spirit. Um, and it just goes deep beyond what we can even, you know, understand sometimes. But something special happens when you give yeah. to somebody else um, or to, to, you know, your neighbor, whatever it is. Um, there's just this power. It's just something that takes place within you. You know? Yeah, I love that. Andy, you look like you wanted to jump in, bro. You need to jump in anytime. Uh, yeah. Um, to answer your question, I think most of the time that we give and it, um, you know, we're happy about it, and you know, the joy comes in that. I think is, uh, I think about back when, when Jesus said, "Whatever you did for the least of these, you did for me," mm-hmm. and uh, I think the fulfillment comes from when, if we're loving like Jesus, we're also loving people that Jesus loves. And um, I think fulfillment comes uh, in the joy that we know that, one, we please God. We, we love to do that because we love God. But also, we did what God called us to do, which is to love other people. Right. Yeah. That's my take. That's good. Listen, That's good. givers advance the world. <laughs> you want to make a plane? Givers, givers advance the world. Takers advance only themselves and hold the world back. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the that's the difference there. I think that um, the biggest key I think that we do need to focus on that. So the whole story there is just don't be a taker. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't be a taker. Don't. There's nothing wrong with receiving. There's a difference between being someone who is willing to posture themselves in humility and receive that which God is providing for them, and somebody who is out looking actively to take things. Don't be a taker. Be a giver. Um, but the whole the whole situation here that I'm looking at when I see this is, as Jesus exemplified, we must get to a point where we love the giver more than the gift, mm-hmm. and we love the provider more than the provision, mm-hmm. because it's so easy to chase the hand of God that we cease to pursue the face of God. That's so good. And there is nothing more beautiful to me than when my child, after having given them something, not only just says thank you and then runs off Mm -hmm. with the wind, but, but comes to me and doesn't say thank you to my hand as they're taking something, but comes to me and gives me a hug. And shows me that affection. And says, Thank I wish you, that God, would happen more often. <laughs> <laughs> In Jesus' Dang name. <laughs> but, but we have to we have to get to this place, man, where we where we stop settling for for God's hand. Yeah. And and we and we seek His face. Mm-hmm. That's so good, man. That's so good. We we we're always looking for a move, or we're always looking for the hand of God. I love that. And we 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 fail to to see the face of God because that's not our focus. Um, but if our focus can become the giver, you know, yes. Um, and what he's done for us, then that changes the game. And I think I love what Andy said, because I think, um, I I look, I love what you say, Andy, because, um, there's a story 
where Jesus is feeding the 5,000, right? And he takes the, the fish and the loaves and he starts to, he gets his disciples to, to help him out and they start distributing the food to the people. And, and in the process, the food just keeps coming and coming and coming and the disciples are giving it out, yeah. you know, and it's this huge miracle that, that Jesus performed. But in the process, as they were giving out, they were being transformed. They were being changed. They were a part of a miracle of feeding people um, through the power and the provision of, of God. And I think I like what Andy said, because when, we, when we're You're being used, yeah, we're a part of it. When we're being used to reach out to somebody, we're actually being used, you know, as the hand of God supernaturally the power's flowing through us to give. And I think that's where, that's where the uh, wholeness and the, and the, the spirit yeah. begins to move in us and, and develop us and, and fill that place in our hearts that would otherwise be, be empty when we give. Um, so we're in this process of, of God doing his best work in us through giving, you know, yeah, I love that man. And you know, again, for God so loved the world, he gave, he gave, yeah, he didn't take from the world. He gave, and, uh, and for those that think, well, he had to, because that was no, 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 no. Listen, it was the plan from the beginning. Yeah. From the very beginning. And so I think to take under consideration, having not because you ask not and understanding that there's nothing wrong with, uh, with recognizing your place as a child of God. And from that posture, receiving those good and perfect gifts that come from him as he continues to provide for your needs as you move forward, but also in return, pursuing his face while reflecting who he is to the world around us and giving to those that you can, that you can give because you, you are then being a reflection of your father. And again, givers advance the world, takers advance themselves. Choose wisely. Choose wisely. And, and speaking of giving, I want to give a recommendation. Mm. I'm ready to give a recommendation. And you went first in the last episode, so I'm going to go first this episode. Yeah, sure. I got a recommendation for a podcast. Uh, I want you to go out. I want you to, to, uh, to listen to the Hillsong Creative Podcast. It's a really, really good podcast. I love that they, they got, you know, they think wild out there. Like they do, they do some crazy, crazy cool stuff. I don't know if anybody's familiar with the different conferences that they put on and things. But even just in their um, in their week to week stuff, the creative team of Hillsong Church they decided that they would start a podcast, and it's Hillsong Creative Podcast. Go give it a listen. I, I listen to it; it's really really neat. It's you know it's got some really really cool um, some cool topics, some different things that uh, that uh, maybe it'd, maybe you'll just be inspired from it. Mm-hmm. Hillsong Creative Podcast. Sweet. What you got? Yo, I remember when we started going to Catalyst. Yeah. And I think it was 2011, man, 2010. I don't know, around yeah, there. 20, yeah. We started going to a, a leadership conference called Catalyst in uh, Orange County. And um, <clears throat> amazing leadership co- conference. And when we started going, um, the dude who was in charge of it all was Brad Lomanick. Um, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So he has a podcast called H3 Leadership. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. And so H3, if you don't know, he Brad Lomanick wrote a book called so um, good. H3 Leadership, hum- Humble, Hungry, Hustle. Great book. I recommend the book too, but um, Brad started this uh, podcast called H3 Leadership. Just great insights on leadership. He's been in the game for years, man. Um, very successful. Yeah. Um, he actually like 
even like on in this book, he actually talks about, you know, some of the the leadership flaws he had in with ambition and, and running fast. And so he gives some really good takes on, you know, and insights on being humble, leading in humility, um, hustling, it. you know, and being hungry for what God's called you to. So um, check it out. Really good podcast. H3 Leadership. Brad Lominick. H3 Leadership Podcast, Hillsong Creative Podcast. Go get you some stickers for your thermoflask or your computer. That's all the time we got today on Chicken Scratch Gospel. Follow us on social media. Go to YouTube, subscribe. Hit the bell for notifications so you can know what's going down and go love like Jesus. Done. Done.